Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Culture Kids. Thank you for joining us today on another fun and wild episode of Culture Kids Podcast. I am your host along with my son, Asher. Today, we're going to learn about a type of fungus that is very popular to eat everywhere in the world. Fungus is a group of living things like mold, mushrooms, and yeast. They eat usually dead things like fallen trees and old fruit. So this type of fungus is actually considered to be the diamond of the kitchen and comes mostly from Europe. It has a very distinct smell and taste, one that cannot be compared with anything else in the world. Not only is it super hard to grow and find, but it is also very expensive to buy. Which means it costs a lot of money. Asher, could you share what we're going to learn about today? Truffles! Now, this is not to be confused with the round, small chocolate truffles that you may see at some fancy chocolate stores. But today, we're actually learning about the type of fungus that grows underground and is delicious and one of the most desired delicacies in the world. Oh, maybe one day we could learn about chocolate truffles. But why are the chocolate truffles called truffles too? Good question. So it turns out the round chocolate balls we call truffles got their name because of their resemblance to the truffles we're going to learn about today. So the fungus truffles (laughs) look round, dark, and lumpy too? Yep, they do. They look round, dark, and are usually small and lumpy, just like the way they make the chocolate truffles. Truffles are confused with mushrooms? But they're actually not the same thing. Oh no. Truffles and mushrooms are both in the fungi kingdom. However, they grow in different places, thrive in different climates. For example, truffles grow under the ground and mushrooms grow above the ground. They're kind of like cousins. Truffles and mushrooms. (laughs) I know the smell of truffles. Because of the truffle butters and oils you use. But what does the actual truffle taste like? Restaurants usually serve fresh truffles in thin slices over pasta, risotto, and some sauces as well. Every truffle is different because the taste depends on the type of truffle and where it was grown. I've only tasted fresh black truffles, but I would say it's mostly earthy, rich, and to be honest, too hard to describe. 
The best way to discover what a truffle tastes like is not to listen to other people's descriptions, but to try it out for yourself. Guess I'll just have to wait. Taste it one day. Maybe when I'm a grown-up. And it's a special occasion. Yes, because they are rare and hard to find, as I mentioned, fresh truffles can be quite expensive. So in our family, we only get to try them on very special occasions. So let's learn a little bit about different kinds of truffles. There are hundreds of different truffle species out there, but some edible, meaning we can eat them and use them for cooking, and some are not. But the three most common type of truffles you'll see are white truffles, the black truffle, and the burgundy truffle. It is generally understood that white truffles are mostly from the forest surrounding a city called Alba in the Piedmont region in Italy. However, they can be found in other regions of Italy and other countries such as France, Spain, or Croatia. They are considered to be the most valuable type of truffle in the market. Oh, they look like small, lumpy potatoes. And light yellow in color. And next, the black truffle, or black Perigord truffle, is named after the Perigord region in France. Black truffles are usually found with oaks, hazelnut, cherry trees, and other trees that are harvested in late autumn and winter. But now, science has made it possible to grow black truffles in other places like the United States and Australia and more. Interesting. But black truffle farms face a lot of challenges because truffles in general thrive in very specific conditions. Black truffles need mild winters, meaning no frost, warm but not too hot summers, and they even need the right type of soil. Today, only a handful of black truffle farms exist in the world. What about white truffles? Can white truffles be grown too in farms? Or is it only in real forests? Good question. Recently, in 2021, French scientists discovered that farming of white truffles may be possible. Yay! So maybe in the future, more people could have a taste of white truffles. Maybe. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. There's also the burgundy truffle. Which is also known as autumn truffles because of their harvesting months. It is reddish dark brown. They're usually less pricey than white and black truffles because it has a lighter taste. Burgundy truffles are considered one of the most widely distributed and have been found in almost every European country, but mainly grown in France and Italy. Let's explore how truffles are grown and what makes them so expensive. Truffles grow underground among the roots of certain trees. This actually leads us to the Culture Kids Word of the Week, which is... Symbiosis! Symbiosis! 
Meiosis is a relationship that exists between two organisms, like a friendship. Yes. So truffles have a symbiotic relationship with certain trees. The truffles help the trees absorb water and nutrients, and in return, the tree root gives certain sugars for the truffle to grow. Oh, I like that. They help each other like besties. Yep. Since they only grow under the ground below certain trees, they attach themselves to the roots with tiny hairs or filaments. Because it's so hard to find truffles since they're under the ground, there are professional truffle hunters, and they send animals to hunt for them. I guess that's why they're so expensive. So much work to find them. In most places, in order to be able to go looking for truffles in the wild, you must become a licensed truffle hunter. And once you pass the exam. And you are a licensed truffle hunter. You must also find a dog that can help you. That's so different from when we go vegetable picking. But for truffles, you need a dog to sniff them out. And it takes a long time to train a dog to become a truffle hunter. Sometimes years. So when the dog sniffs and locates a truffle under the ground, they dig it up with their teeth and give it to their truffle hunter. And according to truffle hunters, as soon as the dog hands off the truffle, it's important to remove the dirt and quickly seal it in a container to preserve the delicious smell. Does the truffle smell go away fast? Most truffle experts would say that after about four to five days, the truffle smell and taste begins to change, growing fainter and less noticeable. Whoa! And after all that work finding them, they don't stay fresh for too long. And do you want to know something cool about truffle hunting? Yes. Traditionally, pigs were used to find truffles too. Oink, oink. This can be a little difficult, however, because the truffle hunters say that the pigs would just eat the truffles that they would find. <laughs> Is it because they have a really good sense of smell? And I guess they just really love the taste of truffles. But nowadays, most hunters use dogs, and countries like Italy actually have banned the use of pigs for truffle hunting. But how do these animals even know where the truffles are? So once a truffle is discovered in a certain location, the chances of finding more truffles there again and again is very high. Oh, okay. There are truffle spots that have been passed down from generations to generations. And now truffles could be found in so many things. Mommy likes eating truffle butter. It does smell good, I think. You don't sound too sure about that. But nowadays, there are truffle oils, butter, mayonnaise, hot sauce, and so much more. And scientists even found a way to make the smell and taste of truffles in a science lab. <laughs> but unfortunately, most truffle oils you buy at supermarkets nowadays do not use real truffles to create that unique smell you get from truffle oils or sauces. <laughs> Some products may have pieces of dried truffles, however, but those tiny little pieces certainly are not responsible for creating that strong, delicious aroma. It's synthetically made, meaning it is not natural. 
But there is a trick to finding quality real truffle oils. Yes, you can usually find quality truffle oil at the same specialty shops that would sell fresh truffles. But as always, check the ingredients list and make sure that the words truffle is listed in the first few ingredients. Well, I'm very excited to see what the truffle industry will become in the next several years. Whatever happens, I think we can all agree that they are one of the most fascinating and unique things to eat on a very special day. With some jokes, as we always do. Yay! Go ahead, make my day. What did the girl truffle say to the boy truffle? What? You are a fungi. <laughs> Get it? Fungi. Fungi. That was great. Okay, my turn. Ready? Go. How much space do you need for the fungus to grow? How much? As much room as possible. <laughs> Get it? Much room, mushroom. Oh yeah. Well, thank you for joining in on another fun episode of Culture Kids podcast. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes next week. And please don't forget to leave us a review and let us know what you want to learn about next. We always want to hear from you. And as always, stay adventurous and stay curious. See you later, fungus. We've all been there. You're standing in a museum, staring at a painting, and all you can think is, I don't get it. To me, knowing the story behind an artwork is a huge part of knowing how to look at it. I'm Amanda, the host of the Art of History podcast, where we view history through the lens of some really great works of art. Each episode, we dive deep into the bigger picture behind some familiar and maybe not so familiar pieces. Check out Art of History now wherever you get your podcasts.